Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Hi boys, how you going? Yeah, good man. Good afternoon. All right. So what uh, what are we starting with this week? Oh, we were meant to start at four o'clock. That's what we were meant to start with. <laughs> uh, told, told good evening, gentlemen. This mate, this mate is, re- is <laughs> really <laughs> our mate. Traffic, traffic, traffic was bad, mate. Traffic was bad, unfortunately. Our apologies for keeping you waiting, son. <laughs> Don't do it again. How is everybody? Excellent. Awesome, How are you doing? Awesome. Very good. Celebrity pick this week, so it's not my fault. What is celebrity pick? Well, I went to my usual bottle shop and I took a bottle of wine to the counter and she said, no, don't get that one, get this one. And it was hot and it was sticky and it was sweaty and I'm like, you know what, I don't think we've ever done a rosé on here before. So There's probably a reason for that. There's probably a reason for that, but I thought, you know, of course you were going to bring an excellent wine, Chris, you always do. So (laughs) I thought there's no point me even trying to compete, so... I bought a rosé, I thought it might refresh us, but the first one I took to the counter got denied by the lady behind the counter and she said, get this one instead. And I said, you realise that this is going on a podcast that six million people watch every hour and if you get this wrong, <laughs> your name's going to be mud. Named so, and changed. So, uh, local liquor at Barrera, if you're listening. <laughs> it's a wild, f- a wildflower, interesting label, I like the label. It's a rosé from Western Australia. It's a 2020 wildflower rosé. Yeah. So it, it, it looks a little bit like that non-alcoholic wine. That you <laughs> <brought out. laughs> it was it's not that, is it? No, it's okay. not that. No, there's definitely alcohol in it. I right. thought that'd be light alcohol, but it's not. It's, uh, okay, well, uh, let's have a look. 13%, so let's do it. Wildflower, here we come. Come on. Gee, how was a week? Last two weeks? Crazy, huh? Yeah. Wet. Big week. My goodness. Thoughts out to anyone affected by the floods, yeah, obviously, at yeah, the start. I, I shared their feelings. I live on top of a mountain, so I didn't get affected, but some of us have got indoor swimming pools now. Too. Yeah, yeah. We play billiard. We call it billiard pool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's taking the pool room to a whole other level. <laughs> it's actually a pool. I was talking to a friend of mine I'll the other day. too much in there. She said... Uh, Cheers, boys. Cheers. Cheers, boys. The parents of a son's soccer team was calling up to see if soccer training had been cancelled. Mm-hmm. She goes, she couldn't believe them that they thought, some of the parents still thought that training was on. So I said to her, just tell them that water polo team is starting up. Yeah, you're right to go. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, everyone's got every kind of jokes for the moment. That's good. It's meant to be dry, not sweet. It's, it's nice. definitely dry. Yeah, that's dry. It's nice. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's okay. I think she was pushing the, uh, the sale. No one else buying. I reckon. Too much stock. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, take it up with, it was not my fault. <laughs> so how much is a bottle like that? <laughs> I think it was about 20 bucks. Yeah, well. And I took, I took you get more three expensive from bottles that up. Mate, listen, don't do that. <laughs> hey, it's, it wasn't me. Uh, it's not bad. Now, if it was good, would it have been you? Yeah, you're, you're disappointing. No, no. You're disappointing me now. That's no. a good start. Why am I disappointing? Um, I'll, uh, actually, I'll, it's not that. It's, it's not, not that bad. bad. But you, you drink a lot more rosé than me. Yeah, it's normally French, isn't it? Yeah, I only only have the uh, Provence one. They don't have any French rosé in that bottle shop, so I looked for it. Okay, <laughs> I nearly got a pink uh, 
Pinot Grigio. You ever had a pink Pinot Grigio before? Yeah, it's called Prosecco. Yeah, <laughs> 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 didn't know that. There you go. There you Is go. it really? No. I was going to say. That doesn't work out, mate. Prosecco's so bubbly. I'll have to save that for next time. So don't get... Oh, I'm on the big bottle the next time. Don't yeah, get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, so back to the Stoic. Month of May. How good was this month? Mm. I, I like this month. You like this month? I was wondering because you, you weren't happy with April, so... Yeah. Well, well at least I, I say what I think. You say what's popular. <laughs> this month, there's it's some points... about doing what's popular, mate. <laughs> There's some points oh. in there this month were fantastic and there's some I just thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, it was a better month well, than last start, month. Let's start sure. with the first day, Absolutely. May the 1st. Yeah. yeah. Make character your loudest statement. Well, yeah. it's whatever it says, it says there, right? Yeah. I think it's it's so, so easy to say. So, so hard to do. Mm. I think that uh, our agenda sometimes, the, the pressure, the deadlines, the things that we've been put under pressure to achieve, I think that those things really sometimes get us to violate our values and and really go for a much weaker side of our character. Yeah, I think yeah, what it's saying on page one is doesn't matter what uniform you wear, um, you'll always be brought undone by your character because it'll always shine through. Uh, it says that you can't recognise true Stoics don't need a uniform; they are recognisable only by their character. Yeah, and I think that's every human is. You might fool someone for a little while. Yeah. You well, might fool people for a long while. Yeah. But in the end, character's always going to come but through. But here's the thing. I want to discuss that. You know, then if it is so, why is it that so many people don't really care about it and just um, go on a rampage of fooling people and, and believing it's okay? Because you know, they, they think their uniform's bright and shiny enough yeah. that no one will see through it. Right. I think I, I, we, we all kid ourselves. I think we all, and I, I say we all, it's very general, not pointing fingers at anyone, but we all like to think our facade holds up. We all like to think that the masks we put on sometimes are impenetrable and some people just take it a bit further than others and for a lot longer than others. Those people do it without... They don't think they're going to get caught or found out. And they sometimes may come from a culture like that. Their upbringing may be that. Yeah, yeah. If they've seen their parents, you know buy something and then return it because they've used it once and then they want their money back, then that culture start to be brand yeah no well I'll, um I, I can't believe that that happened but that, that has happened because my wife's bought um, dresses that we know has been worn before yeah y- you can see it it's it's crazy stuff you know I think on a, on, a, on a really basic level for us as real estate agents I think it's do what you say you will do for your customers and that is your basis I think well, not necessarily because a lot of the time what they say is full of shit I understand but for the for those of us who want to hold a, an honest transparent relationship with our vendors do what you say you're going to do if i say you i'm going to call you three times a week call them three times a week yeah but it it goes way more than that i I think we've said it before the staff that works for people like that they're in danger they're in trouble i mean would you work for a guy who's a liar you know if your leader for example uh does a deal with another leader that you know i'm gonna leave your area alone you leave my area alone and then afterwards send you into the area to pillage the area really do you want to work for a dude like this what do you reckon he's gonna do when you're gonna fall out of favor with him yeah and i think not only he's gonna fall by his sword but at the end of the day he's also gonna have to 
understand that the culture he's sipping down, his people are going to do it to others, but really in the end, his people better be careful because that's how he's going to deal with them. Yeah. The, the right? title for me is right action. The whole month is based around just do the right thing. They're both very key words, right and action. You have to actually take action, which is day number two. Yeah, but I, I think it, we need to do the right thing, and we were discussing a bit earlier. We need to do the right thing and do it right. Mm. I think that you need to do both ways. And I think we did a podcast and, on before. Do and, the right and a lot thing of pe- right, and a lot right of people try yeah. to go. It's okay if it's not done right. It's, you know, no, you have to aim for both of them. Mm. What about May the second, boys? Yeah. So I've I've underlined three times the word be the the quote from the. The book is Be the Person You Want to Be. Our perceptions and principles guide us in the selection of what we want and ultimately our actions determine whether we get there or not. It is not enough to wish and hope. One must act and act right. Uh, The whole theme again of the month is actually... Right action. Yeah, but no, but taking action, any an action. So be the person you want to be. Don't wish to be a person. Actually start doing something about being that person. Um, and I, I thought after the first day and the second day we could pretty much close the book because with those two things you could live a lot uh, more fulfilled life. Um, too many people sit there with wants and, and I want to do this and I yeah. want to do that and I want to do this and, I wanna, and they have the same wants five years later and they haven't done a fucking thing to get towards it. So, yeah. But I, I think that where it goes even further, we spoke, we touched on that uh, last time, is a lot of people, they do that bit that I spoke about with Mark Kentwell he shared that with me, and he, he's the one real estate agent, top performers up north in Newcastle. And he said, you know, a lot of people, what they do is they have, do, be, or be, do, have, mm. right? Where sh- really sh- should be be, right? Uh, be, have, do, you know? Yep. So not many people start with knowing what is it they want. And, and the problem is that a lot of people, they don't really know that, but they actually... They only know what they don't want. Mm. <laughs> it's a funny thing. If you know what you don't want, it's one thing, but that doesn't lead you where to where you w- want to go. I mean, I can tell my GPS, I don't want to go here, I don't want to go there, I don't want to go there. My GPS is going to say at one stage, where do you want to go, man? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it's important that you really take the time to know who you are, what is it you're made of, then you can start doing things. Then you will have what you deserve, right? Not the other way around. Yeah. You can't, Go even in real estate, you can't say, "Well, I I I want to be a, a, a business owner one day, and when I'll be a business owner, I'll have a car, I'll have a nice house, then I will be happy, mm. I will feel successful." No, you're gonna have to do the other way around. That's what it means to me. Yeah, you can't be the person you want to be unless you know who that person is too. Which I think you're just saying something very similar. You have to take time. What sort of person do you want to be? Um, and then you can be that person. Otherwise, you're taking actions based on, I might want to be this and I might want to be that and I might want to be... Whoever. But, you know, start by wanting to be a good person and do the right thing. That's a bloody good start. Yeah. Um, we all fuck up on that level too. We all we all stuff up all the time. But you've got to start somewhere and start being that. I'm on day three as well. I started writing down every day of the book and I thought, oh, we're in trouble here. <laughs> but very important one, show, not tell what you know. It's a lot of people talking and a lot of people probably have a crack at us because we do a lot of talking on this podcast. But it's not about the words, it's about your actions and actually showing, show me the results. Don't tell me how good you are, show me how good you are. 
And that relates very a lot to real estate and a lot to our staff and a lot to business owners and a lot to everything we do. There's a lot of people with a lot of talk, talking a lot of things and telling a lot of people what to do and telling a lot of people how good they are, but it's all very empty at the end and it's the same with day one. Eventually your character shows through. Well, eventually your lack of actual backing up your words isn't, is going to show through. There's an old saying that, I'll take it more so with the family, the kids often don't hear what we tell them because they're too busy watching what we do. Yeah. Um, and I think that line's very good for that one, is that the kids, we need to be the example for people we want to lead. And uh, I think Gandhi said, if you want to see change in the world, start with be yourself. The change, be the change you want to yeah. see in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it breaks off into another part, which I think sort of relates to something TL's been trying to drum into us a lot lately. Is it says in that on that page, turn words into works. And you were very heavy on that in the last few seminars, um, particularly leadership in the Hunter Valley, yeah. where you said, do not go back to your office and try and do any of this until you've That's sat in it. That's very true. I thought of that exactly when I was reading this at the same time, yeah. You so sat in it for a while. You don't do it in yeah. immediately, but eventually you have to turn your, the words and the shit you're reading as well. Digest it and then start to teach, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you know, I had that note there. I think that comes through in a couple of other pages further on as well. Yeah. So why is it important to you then that you don't just read a page in a book and then jump straight on the phone and, and try and enact what you've just read without sitting in it for a while and digesting it. What's the harm that can be done there? No, I don't, I don't think there's any harm. I mean, if you've got no brain, I think it, it is worthwhile doing it straight away because you might forget. And and listen, there's people who live actually on what I call three-minute soup. They Whatever they read lately, whatever they learn lately, is what they become, right? You give them two or three days, they've forgotten that material, therefore they no longer that material they have to have new material and if they don't have that new material they go back to themselves i think you're gonna have to go to may the 5th to really understand we are the project we can't even if we've read stuff we can't believe that we'll get it right the first time you're gonna have to go out there and try it again and do it again and i was having a chat with chris and i said you know that even the guy who came second to usain bolt it's not coming second to Usain Bolt all the time. You imagine you do 100 races to Usain Bolt. You will come second 100 times. But what is it that will make that guy satisfied, happy within himself or unhappy? And to me, the only gauge is, uh, have you done better against yourself? Have you done better than what you could do? Have you done your best? Have it give you your best? And I think that's the key we need to understand with the action is, yes, let's accept that we are a project. What it means by project is, there could be mistakes. There could be error. So what? Just start with a new canvas. You have to start building somewhere. You have, and, 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 and stop, it doesn't matter stop where waiting you're at. until you're perfect. Yeah, it you doesn't know? matter where you're at. I, I, I trained my team on this the other day, oh, yesterday. I said, every one of us here is different and everyone has a different starting point. And accept where you're starting and just start. Yep. Just start. It doesn't matter whether you're the first brick or the house is already half built, the foundation's already half laid, or you haven't even turned soil yet. You have to start somewhere, and everyone did. You know, we watched a video. I won't steal your thunder because I know you want to talk about that guy at some point in our podcast, but we watched a video yesterday, and his point was just start. Oh, yeah, yeah. Goggins. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'd written four pages of notes on May and then I put that video on for the staff and he pretty much read out every point that I've written in the book. Yeah, it was perfect. uncanny the how his message correlates to May and he, he's about action, that dude. And, and you're I trying to say you're better than Goggin. 
No, no, no. I'm saying <laughs> the Stokes. No, I'm, I'm, the Stokes, just, no, I'm saying I'm he's, to read it. he's one of the most inspirational people of the time and now that a lot of people look to, but the Stoics wrote it how long ago? Yeah. And, but to look at him, you would say he's a Stoic. His philosophy is, is May. His whole philosophy is May in that book, yep. pretty much, word for word. And it, Those who didn't pick it up, the guy's name's David Goggins, if you want to uh, look him up. Well worth uh, looking up, but anyway. And then I thought number six was... May the six? Yeah. Yeah. A beautiful, beautiful passage one. about, and, and it uses the word beauty in there, but you know what defines beauty? Righteousness is the tr- true beauty. You can have all the stuff in the world. You can talk like in... Uh, Number three, you can talk all you want in the world, but the real beauty in life is actually being a good person and doing the right thing at the right times and the right way. And I think um, more people need to understand that. I, I sat in a space last week and there's a bunch of people in this office that wasn't mine and for 45 minutes all I heard was, I've done this and I've done that and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and... If they could just read this passage and understand that it's it's it doesn't matter. I mean, it's great to be able to do this and be able to do that. And there was five people carrying on like that, and then one dude sitting in the corner not saying a word. And I said, I'll, I'll, I'll just talk to you if that's all right, because no one can talk to me about anything other than real estate and how good they are. Being a good person is the most important thing. And if you're going to achieve all that, but you're going to do it the wrong way, or... That's your uniform that you put on from point number one. It doesn't mean shit if you're not a good person. Mm. If you're going to get from point A to point B and leaving bodies behind you, yeah, what's the I'm not saying anyone, anyone's leaving bodies behind them, but that's the uniform that they're wearing. Yeah. Like how about a bit of focus on... on yeah, and, and I think that then the following few pages up until May the 11th, I think they're all repeating those kind of things and yeah. they're stressing the point that you just have to take the right actions, you know? Number seven, if you want to have a good day, do good things. It's all the same. Yep. Um, and then I got to number 11 as well. Yeah. So what did you see in the number 11? On, yeah. the, third, on the third line, what was the, what was the word that really hit you after you read it? I mean, if you read it. <laughs> Mate, I've written uh, one, two. I've do you written, remember him doing that to us? I've written right? six <laughs> words. I've written, Second syllable, I've written, sounds like. I've written six words for number 11, which oh, yeah? is you have to sleep at night. Oh, I like that. That is a nice line. And, and I, I, if, I'm not going to get the book out because you've got it in front of you, but to me that means the passage was all about remember that everything you do that isn't the right thing is going to catch up with you and yep. that if you go to bed with that on your mind, you have to be able to sleep it on. It's a line I use in listing appointments. But here's, here's a question, Ken. Some people, they have no empathy because it's in their genetics, mm. right? They... They are born to read people off and not feel bad about it, even if they're going to call one by one everyone to explain, you know, why they're doing certain things and, and, and how they're going to say goodbye. And, you know, so they, they got in the genetics that they're going to read people off as they, as they say goodbye and they wish you the best. They actually got, they started already ripping you off. So I'm going to ask you, what do you do with those people who don't have a sense of guilt? I don't know what you do with them, but I think deep down, even if they have no empathy for other people, they have a sense of guilt because your body knows. You, you know. You, Better you catch sub- up with them, you Your think? subconscious knows. You don't not sleep at night because you're worried about other people. Or you, like That's not the empathetic thing. That's your inner judge. That's a thing inside you that knows that you're full of shit or that knows that you've lied to that person or knows, and that's the thing that wakes you up at night. You know, you look at some people who massive health issues and having trouble sleeping and always in fights with people and, and all that sort of stuff. And you go, you got to sleep at night. But I think and some of those can't. people still don't realise it. I still think they, they believe they are the righteous side. 
No, I no, still that's their that's their uniform again. But you, you know, and I think we've done a whole podcast on this before, and it was whether do the right thing the right way, not do the right thing the wrong way. And as you know, the difference between right and wrong, we all know the difference between right and wrong. Even even I watch. I'm a big fan of true crime and stuff on on that geographic and and the CI channel where they're tracking serial killers and all that stuff. Even as psychopathic as they were, they knew they were doing something wrong. They were killing yeah. people and eating. I remember like that the podcast was about doing the right thing versus doing things right. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, and we touched on this. And and, and, and and you were defending the wrong side. I remember yeah, that. You, oh, yeah, I'm always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least I can sleep at night. Thank you, Still Knox. That's, <laughs> that's not what you told me the other day, like waking up at two in the morning and... Yeah, yeah, just thinking about and all actually the good waking, stuff I've done that day. Waking up, your, waking up your wife at yeah, one, or one or two it. in the morning yeah. to talk about, what is it again? Opals, mate. Opals, yeah. Oh, the Opals price gone up. His wife been sleeping. <laughs> Crystal was asleep at two in the morning. I was all jacked up on the steroids I'm taking for my eczema and I watched our Opal show and I had some news to tell her, so I told her at two o'clock <laughs> in the morning. <laughs> Did she uh, hit you or throw anything no, at you? No, mate, I, she can't fight with me. I'm, no, I don't I'm think an she... athlete. <laughs> Duck and weave, mate. He, she didn't get a message. What duck, he meant for is wake up, start digging. <laughs> so what was, the, what was the line you got at 11? I've summed it up in six words. No, as I told you about the, the, the guilt. Yeah. Some some people don't know it. Then what do you say to them? But really, in the end, d- that's still my question: Do people sometimes really know the guilt? I don't know. We'll, we'll see. May May the twelfth. I, I like that. I like that one. God, um, this is always the right response, and it's always it's something that anyone who knows me knows. It's something I've struggled with all the time. To res- are you competing with me now? Are you? Oh, to respond with kindness is very very hard in a lot of situations. I feel when. Someone attacks you or someone's done wrong with you by you, what it's saying at 12 is just always respond with kindness and you'll win. It's, I've written here hard work and, and hidden players because if you know, one of my hidden players is aggression, so when I feel threatened or feel attacked or feel like someone's done wrong, that's usually the first place I go. So it can be bloody hard. And responding with kindness is, is depending on your makeup. I think it's hard for everyone, even with, a, with if aggression isn't one of your hit players, if, if, if uh, inferiority or insecurity, you might, instead of responding with kindness, back off, retreat. That's not responding with kindness no. either. But yeah, uh, No, that's, I, that's hard, I, actually, I actually was reminded of a, a line that I learned long ago, but somehow I had forgotten. So I just put it on the uh, my home screen now on my phone. And the line was that people will not remember necessarily what you say, but they'll always... And they never forget the way yeah, you, you make them, them feel, feel yeah. you know. And so sometimes you're just gonna have to really see the uh, difference between being being right or being nice. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and there was some s- studies that's been done where they were asking people, how how come someone has got so much say to another person versus another person telling the truth and not being believed. And so th- there were two factors that they were really looking at. So, so if I was to ask you boys, what is more important for you, being perceived as someone competent or being likable, being nice? Competent. Uh, competent. See, we all do that, which is the right response. The right response is that we, we all want that. And yet, you know, that when, we, when other people are doing that to us, we want the opposite from them. We want them first to be likable Right, mm. because if they're not likable, we don't care whether they're competent mm. or not. We will not right. stay. We we will not 
hang around a guy who's competent, but we don't like. Yeah. This is the amazing thing is that what we want, we actually portray the opposite to mm. the world. And, and this is the bit, is that in the end, you, we need to remember the power of likability. Mm. When people like you, they trust you. Then you can start selling. Dale Carnegie, in one of his books, I can't remember which one, he said, everyone loses in an argument. There's no winners in an argument. And the second one was a story he told at a dinner party when he spoke to a lady about her travels and she did all the talking. But at the end of it, she thought he was the absolute best conversationalist that she's ever met. But he did none of the talking, just a lot of listening. Yeah. So he was likeable. She liked him because he paid more attention in her than he wanted to speak about his own things. Something I fight against every day. I had today in a listing appointment and got hit with a styling again. And, mate, you, you're glad I pretended to... Chop the pillows, mate. The Chop the pillows. Fluffing of the pillows. It was... <laughs> no, say you pretend. <laughs> <laughs> no, where you put your pillow on your couch is very important. You're right. But what if we could get your money without putting that pillow? Did yeah. you sign it? 100% right. Do we, hey? do we sign it's it? a conversation for later, mate. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe that second line you didn't have to say because whatever people say, it's true for them. That's the example I'm using. That's, yeah. that's how hard I have to fight every day. To no, we uh, just just put the stylist in, man. I mean, no, no, it wasn't about stopping it. It was just the response. You were we're talking about whether you want to be competent or likable. I don't spend enough time trying to be likable. I, I just want everyone to know I'm competent. It's something I battle with, yeah, constantly. And especially when, well, especially when you're not competent, I'm so, not competent. So, 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 I was going to get not likable. Not likable, yeah. <laughs> So we I've, love him though. I've we stuffed love them him. both up. So. <laughs> now we love him because we've got empathy. <laughs> we are we are the S uh, RSPCA. Um. Of <laughs> so let me ask you this then, and, yeah, and we're, we're talking about pillows, which isn't something important, but in, we're in sales, right? So very easy to be likable when you tell someone the house is worth five hundred grand more than it's actually worth. Right. Where's the uh, where does the need for likability and the need for honesty? Where's that? Where's that line? That you know, because we, well, I could, I could easily go in and tell every owner everything they want to hear and Absolutely. whatever. There's a part of me that just refuses, and it's cost me a lot of money over yep. time. It, it has cost me a lot of money, mm. and there are a lot of. Let me tell one thing: you're making a mistake. Likability has nothing to do with honesty. You can be brutally honest. You can be rudely honest or you can be nicely honest the the problem is not there the, the issue is first unless you're likable being honest doesn't serve doesn't a purpose matter, yeah. right so a lot of people they use honesty the way that you use that the, the, the term honesty and telling them what i feel i don't know but it's only me feeling it that being competent was more important and you are mm -hmm. putting honesty to to competency and that's what we're talking about. People are not interested in that. They want likability first. Yeah. All right? I've got day 14. Does yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep 13? going, man. Keep yeah. going. So you touched on that earlier, TL, where the order of things and thinking we're going to get stuff is going to make us happy. But don't let your happiness be determined by things you can't control. And it's something that we all think, oh, if I get this, I'll be happy. If, if I don't get this, I won't be happy. And, and you've, it's another thing you've been big on lately, which is... Be happy first, and and the rest of the stuff will come. And yeah, it's a, a bonus. It's a bonus. I got a note here to read the last paragraph, so I better find it and read the last paragraph. Hang on. Would you like us to read? Because we studied the entire <laughs> thirty days for you. Our ambition should not be to win, then, but.
but to play with our full effort. Our intention is not to be thanked or recognised, but to help and to do what we think is right. Our focus is not on what happens to us, but how we respond. In this, we will always find contentment and resilience. Right? And I thought, we go into things thinking we have to win instead of just, I'm going to go and give it my best shot. And it ties into a lot of the rest of the month yeah. as well. But be happy that you've given it the best shot. Yep. Thought that was important. Did anyone else? You're have a always happy on? when you give your best shot. I, I tell my girls all the time. I don't care whether you win in tennis. If you haven't played your game and your best, you'll always be unhappy, win or lose. Well, what else have we got? I mean, I I, I thought that I had fifteen. Okay, yeah, fifteen. I, I really liked fifteen. I think a lot of us miss the fact that we have more than what we need, but we still don't have enough of what we want. Yeah, I think we all need to stop and just realize that we have everything we need. Yeah, we're in the one of the richest countries in the world. Regardless of your situation, I know there's people out there hurting, but, you know. Yeah, but that's... uh, Chris, do you think that we live in a world of sales and and salespeople measure themselves on what they have? No, unfortunately, they're not. But that's society. That's a society. We had this conversation recently. That's society. The the, the thing is this. If if, if I have uh, $60,000 for the month and you have sixty-five, you're better than me. And I mean, maybe not in one month, yeah, but you af- might have after six months of being 65 versus me at 60, you will now feel better than me. And there, for some reason, I will feel lesser than you. And then I may have a better family life at home. You may have more money in the bank and I may have a better family life at yeah. home. But then it, people have to realise what is truly important. Count your blessings. What are you truly thankful for? Look around. Just take stock of what you've got at that time. Yeah, I like it. Day 16, I thought, was good only because it's one of the rare times throughout this whole book he gives you something really tangible that you can start That's doing I never thought of on that. the That's spot true, actually. Yep. to meet some of this criteria. So it, it talks about the chain method. But basically what he's saying is pick something, anything. In, in this passage, he's using anger. And I've written he'd been there doing it now, the 30-day method. And I know um, Thomas had a crack at this last year. But for me, day by day without yelling at the kids, I was trying to chain 30 days together without yelling at the kids. Now I don't yell at the kids at all, but I think there's something really tangible in that for anyone, no matter what they're trying to change, is just do it one day at a time and it says mark on a calendar each day that you don't do whatever it is or you do do whatever it is you're trying to achieve and it's actually something people could use. Absolutely, mate. Maybe maybe you should not say that on the podcast because if your kid hears this, I know Isaac, he's going to push the button and then then you're going to... try. And then, and then he's going to scream, and you're going to scream, and you're lost. There are things we don't say, mate. They're going to use it against <laughs> us. Right? There are things I will not divulge. That's it. All right. Wh- what else have we got, boys? <laughs> I didn't have anything all the way up to oh, 20th. I got 17, which is never stop learning and never think you're done, never think you actually know something. It's, it might seem like logic, but it's the title of the page is The Stoic is a Work in Progress. It's, it's not about... Just because you're a professional tennis player doesn't mean you stop getting tennis lessons. Uh, it's not about thinking... You can never think that you you know too much or you know enough. Um, and it's being okay with the fact that you're still learning, I think, is part of that passage as well. It's, it's okay that you don't know everything. And, and yep. back to the competency thing, so many people trying to prove they're competent, but they reach a certain level. I thought I had it all sorted at 30. And I thought I had it all sorted at 31, and then I thought I had Mate, it all sorted I'm, at 32. I'm almost 50, and now I don't have it all um, sorted. So That's a double-edged sword, that because when people think, shit, I'm never going to know everything, they don't try to begin with. 
They don't start learning. If you've never stopped learning, that sounds like if you tell someone, oh, look, you're never going to stop learning and you're never going to know enough, all of a sudden they go, oh, shit, why bother starting in the first place? Yeah, that's good. And we've, we've touched on that in the podcast before with philosophy and, and reading. It sounds like reading a whole book to some people is, is hard work. So instead of reading one page at a time, they won't read at all. Why disappoint themselves? Why should they disappoint themselves? So, you know, if you start the book, you know you're now on the road to disappointment. <laughs> if you don't read the book, there is nothing starting. Why do I start right? to learn? If I'm never going to be finished, what's the point? Yeah. Because there's no end game. Right. And I think um, people need to get over that bit and just back to the 30-day thing. Just start one day at a time. Create a habit. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Number 18. I had 18. Only for the simple fact, back to the uniforms that people wear and, and the people that think they're fooling people. I think um, it's how you do one thing is how you do everything. And a lot of people get fooled by people thinking, oh, if this person's gossiping to me or if this person's bagging me out to somebody, they won't do it about me to anyone else. I've got news for you. If, yep. they're, if they're doing, you know, if you've got a messy, messy desk at work, there's a very good chance you've got a messy bedroom at home. It doesn't have to be just in the serious and the negative, but people have got to realise that how someone acts with you is a very good chance how they act when you're not around as well. So. Yeah. 19, 19 straight into 20, it says learn, practice, train. Well, we speak about training ourselves and practicing, but in 20 it goes quality over quantity. Um, I think that goes hand in hand with all, absolutely on 19. Quality training, uh, not just training, but some training is better than no training. But if you're going to train, train hard, train well. And then on 20, going into 20 a little bit deeper, comes back to what you were saying about books and so forth or starting and not stopping. You know, I always thought these people, you know, setting goals to read, you know, five books a month and so forth. Yeah. But how much are they actually retaining? How, how much are they actually applying? Right. Instead of trying to be, read 12 books every month, how about you read one book for the 12 months yeah. and uh, really understand that book and get everything out of it? Because in this room, we've, I don't know how many books we've read combined, but... If we had really sat down and just picked three. one of those books, <laughs> and we go through, Thomas read all of. We go through number three <laughs> now. No, 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 I said I read, I didn't read any. No, I saw the last three pages a bit different. Number one, I saw when you learn and practice and train. Marcus Aurelius was keeping journals and journals of meditation, not to sell it to the world, not to give it to the world, but it was for himself. Yeah. And I think that you need to do it just for that sake to better yourself. I, I like uh, in, in May 21st for me is that with the word unbruised prosperity is weak. Yeah. If you're going to become rich, if you're going to prosper, but you haven't worked half, if you didn't really apply to get there, to him it's weak. It's weak to what? To character. It's not weak to your wallet, sure. It's, but somehow, you know, big wallet with weak character, it, it never leads to anything good in the long term. Being in born into wealth is often not as good as being making oh, it, wealth it's, No, it's not necessarily. Not all the time. Right? But, but for a stoic, prosperity has to come through hard work, yep. hard labour. I said this to my team yesterday as part of the training because it's something that Goggins touched on and the book touched on. Anyone with enough savings and enough whatever can eventually buy a big house with a pool and a, and a nice car, but... Are you going to be sitting there at 50 years old feeling like you earned it? Or are you are you going to be sitting there at 50 years old and, and feel empty about it because you didn't really have to work and get it? Yeah, good um, point, mate. Page 21, it talks about how the Stoics built resilience, the, the quality or the value of resilience by constantly putting themselves in situations that they weren't comfortable in. 
and it got me thinking about people who run, spend most of their life running, and and I, I use the term bruises, and and in the on the script talks about boxing. When you box, you're going to get punched in the face, and you're going to get a black eye. But from that, you learn how to not get hit the same way again, and how to counteract that, and how to deal with that situation. And I've, I've written here: if you keep running from bruises, eventually, no matter how fast you run something is going to catch you and leave a mark. It doesn't matter how good you are at avoiding bad situations, eventually something's going to sneak up behind you and punch you in the back of the head. Yeah. And if you've spent your whole life running from stuff that makes you feel uncomfortable or creates those bruises, when it does catch you, you're going to have no idea how to deal with it. You're going to have no idea how to react with it from it. And you're going to have no idea how to heal. Bounce back it. from it, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things in my life that I wish I could have avoided, but I didn't. And because I didn't, it's much easier now for me to get punched in the face. That, I mean, that's on a deep level and, and with some reasonably hairy situations, but on a, on a simple level, people who won't take a job because they're scared of what's going to come next or people who won't seize an opportunity because they're scared of what the ramifications might be. And if you... I don't care how far... I don't care if you're Usain Bolt. At some point, Usain Bolt's going to get punched in the face by something. Right? And, yeah. and what, what story are we writing for ourselves? Again, back to 50, are you going to be 50 years old and sitting at home, never having been bruised, what happens when there's a global pandemic? Or what happens when there's a flood? Or what happens when there's a fire? What happens when all the toilet paper is gone from the from the store? Then you're stuffed because you've spent your whole life running instead of... And those bumps and scrapes builds resilience along the way and, and it helps you build a, a resilient character. There's a reason, mate. Absolutely. There's a reason... The people we talk about and the, the guy we're going to talk about next and the, and everyone we've spoken about on this podcast and just about every athlete that you see on TV, there's a reason they're there and there's a there's a reason why most of them have had a rough childhood or, or a story to tell where something's gone on in their life because those horrible things that they've been through have built the resilience and the, the character and the courage you need to actually... Be successful in yep. life, like to be really successful in life. You can't achieve anything without occasionally tripping over your shoelaces. You just, you just can't. Um, and I think it's an important lesson, especially for younger people coming up. And probably that's that's not fair either. There's still middle-aged people who their fear of failure or their fear of getting a black eye stops them doing anything. We talked at the start about be who you want to be. There's a lot of people who won't ever be who they want to be because they're running from copping a black eye. Just get punched in the face once. And at the end of it, when you're still breathing and you still got your arms and legs, all of a sudden you go, oh, I won't get that punch again, but that wasn't so, so bad. So like Thomas says, don't die with your song and still inside you, right? Yeah, it is that. It is, it I is think that. it leads well into the next day, the May 22nd, today is the day. It says, um, don't complain about the lack of time, lack about the action that you're taking within that time that you have. You know, take action, grab that time and use it as, as yeah. best you can. There's a great analogy somewhere if you had so many seconds in your bank account and someone dollars in your bank, someone took it out, you'd be upset. Don't let people steal your time, but don't let yourself waste time as well. Take that opportunity, grab it with both hands like you're saying, Cam, and, and do Write something your own it. story. Yeah. Write your story. It's, the analogy I used yesterday was, guys, what story are you going to be telling? And I used the age 50 because I was talking to 20-year-olds. Right, so to you guys, I need to use the age eighty or or something. It's a bit closer to <laughs> where you're at. But what story are you writing? To use age against us because he, he doesn't have the intelligence. And then at, at May twenty third is my birthday, and I love the one for my birthday. And I've, I've and it talks about that. It's and I've just so written. now six million people in Australia know it's <laughs> yeah. Cam's birthday on the twenty third. Yeah, thank May. you. 
But I've just written live, baby, live. Right? Long, empty life versus short, full life. That's how I've summed up that, that entire day. And it's, again, um, I've said it three or four times, you know, something that TL's been touching on lately. Life isn't too short if you live it the right way. Okay? What is your story going to be when in the ne- 10 years from now, I don't care how old you are, what's your story going to be and how much of it have you written versus letting other people write it for you? What's no, the no, no, what? no, no, no. How much have you lived right that this is, this is important to me. Yeah, yeah. How, how much of it have we done the right thing in life? What's the saying that you Ske- say? Scheming and doing things behind people's back. And, like, that's, not, that's not full life, yeah? Hey, life is not too short. Life is long, as long as you know... How to fill it up. How to, how to fill, is that the saying? I think it was a Stoic saying that you've used before. No, no, no. It's not the saying from the Stoic. But uh, Ken would know because I think it was in page March 3rd. <laughs> page <four. laughs> No, life's not too short if you live it life the right way. Life is long if you live it the right way. Just fill it up with the right thing. Yeah. Don't le- don't let it be filled with empty void. Don't let it. Don't fill it up with bad deeds. I'm not saying that we have to go out there and be the right person, but aim to do things right. Not not necessarily to be the right person. Do things right, but not just life, do it the right way. Li- yeah. Live life. Yeah. That's that's what it's about. Give everything a shot. Risk copping a black eye. Well, what else have you got? Because for me, uh, the most the most important. For, uh, okay, you're 24, right? Let's go. Only because it's I'm going to maybe annoy a lot of people here, but I think luck is one of the worst words in the English dictionary. I hate hearing it. 24 is all about you make your own luck. You didn't get lucky. If you got something in life, good or bad, you earned it. I'll tell you a true story um, about that. And actually. I reckon it's a shit word losers use. You know, if in our work, if you miss a listing or something, oh, you know, I was, that was unlucky, you no, know. You I think enough. it's a shit thing that we do as leaders sometimes to our staff to make them feel better. Oh, bad luck, mate. In our office, we've got a rule. If someone's leaving for an appointment or, or anything that can increase a result, you're not allowed to say good luck to them. You've got to say send it. You've got to say do your best. You've got to say anything but good Go luck. Go list it, yeah. Uh, that's coming from a guy who people tell me I've only got what I've got and you're lucky. Mate, I've worked really hard what I've got and there was no luck in it yes things fell in my favour as because of the work I was doing and the things I got I hate the word luck yes you might have got to the top of the sports tree because your father knew someone who knew someone but you still had to be bloody good at what you do that's right otherwise you wouldn't be there Stephen Bradbury points out he's famous for everyone falling over uh, in front of him to win a gold medal one he had to make it to the final and no one saw the hours and hours and hours of hard work it took him to even make it to the olympics to be in a position where everyone could fall over in front of him and he could win australia's first to be that lucky gold. i had to do all the work exactly yeah, right yeah i hate that word i hate years ago years ago before i started real estate i was in the building industry bosses come in and said i'm closing the company down at that time i was selling a house with my current employer so i rang rob said, what's involved in real estate? He goes, well, I said, I'm after career change. He goes, come in for an interview. I've been working for Rob now for almost 12 years. My sister says, I'm lucky. I said, I'm lucky, but I picked the phone up and I made the phone call. So create your own luck. Yeah. Simple. All right. What 20, else have you guys I'm got? 26. Is anyone at... Yeah, well, no, listen, I, I think we th- it, there's a lot of repetition in, in many of these pages. Oh, 26 is I just mean, important. even 25... To me, the first line is huge. You know, joy for human beings lies in proper human work. When you start doing act of kindness and really focus on people, that's where you get proper joy. I mean, yeah. I have to say, I'm so fortunate because my passion is people. 
to see people and see what they I can do with them. How I'm not Michelangelo, I can't sculpt them, but I can, in in a certain way, do because I, I can see what they can become if they can work on certain aspect of their life and what their life can really give uh, become and 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 what they be receiving. That to me is fantastic, and and I think that that's where you find joy. I was telling someone the last twenty years I've been doing recruit training every single time and loving it every single time because I don't see it. Oh man, another three days having to take brain new. He's got no ideas about sales to inter- no. I go. These people are unique individuals. What's the beauty in them? What yeah. is it that they're good at? What is it that they have that I don't have? How, what what can I learn from them? And so uh, for me, it's almost three days hunting for treasure. Driven by the passion for people. I defy anyone, and even the people we were talking about before with zero empathy, to say that they don't feel better after they've done the right thing by somebody or for somebody or helped somebody. We sell houses every day of the week, and still the greatest joy you get is when you sell a house for someone who's in a, in a tricky predicament and you've actually made a change in that person's life. There's a reason people dedicate their whole life to charities and giving and things like that. There's an excellent book called The Go-Giver, which I've encouraged my staff to read because it's talking about the more you give, the more eventually successful you'll be. And I've spoken about the client care in our office and how I want it to go to a whole other level. And I've said to the guys, you, you come to work sometimes, and we all do it, going, oh, shit, I've got to go to work today. What if you spent the whole day helping people, like actually helping people? How full would your cup be and how stoked would you be with your job? And then... The added bonus to that, because you're doing it that way, you're going to make a lot of money, which shouldn't be the driving factor. But imagine spending all day actually helping people. Like to TL's point, I've been in some of the recruit courses and because I'm not on his level about it, my passion isn't people as much as it is his, I leave that course drained as, tired as, yeah, buggered. The man here, he's on top of the world because he spent his whole day yep. helping people. Yep. What, what could be better? In- Hunting for treasure. I found a treasure, therefore, how can you not celebrate or feel good? Yeah. Um, it gives you fulfilment. I remember when we were doing the uh, um, Wisebury um, charity, the foundation. Yeah. yeah. We had some fantastic causes that we were trying to raise money for. So to give you our time up for that was actually an honor. It wasn't a, a necessity, it was, yeah. a, it was an honor. Yeah. It was. It's amazing. Anything, anything else, boys? No, I've got it, yeah, 26. 26 it should yeah. be a no-brainer, but it Obviously. isn't a no-brainer for a lot of people. All, all this month has been talking about action, and a lot of the reason a lot of people don't take action is because they're worried about what people think of them, and they run their lives. They write their story based on what other people think and what society thinks. The stupid thing is they don't pay your bills, those people. They don't sleep next to you every night. They don't wake up and have to look at you in the mirror every day, you know, we talk about finding out what you want and being that person, but a lot of people let the fear of what other people think stop them. And there's a line that I can't remember the book I read it in, but it says, what you think of me is none of my business. Yeah. It doesn't matter, actually, in the real scheme of things, it really doesn't matter what you two think of me. Right? I've got to be happy with the person that I see in the mirror and I've got to live my life accordingly. Yeah, and. That's the hardest one to get across for everyone, but especially the younger generation coming through. Like, why, why are you doing that? Well, why are you not doing that? Because you're worried about what the popular might say. Um, and it's a scourge on society, the what, what people might think of your thing, and, and social media doesn't help that at all. That's why but we keep on telling the truth about you, because we know yeah, you won't I hurt you. I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. Okay. 
<laughs> what the next, else have you got? The there? next one I got twenty eighth. Anyone pull up the twenty eighth? Yeah. Two things um, before acting, and this is actually uh, very good. It says about getting upset about things, and it comes back to that chain reaction about you said the chain action or the thirty days to try and control your temper. Yeah. It says don't get upset and do the right thing. That's it. It's yeah. the only two things you got to worry about. Don't get upset. Do the right thing. Mm, mm, mm. Very simple. The the first two things before acting. I thought that was very simple. And again, uh, one of the only months that they've actually given you actions to use. Well, they tell you what to do, but an actual usable sort of analogy. So I like that one. I had the 30th and it sort of ties into the 26th about what people think you and it's why you're doing the things you're doing. What is the real reason that you're, you're doing the, the things that you do? Are you really doing it for yourself or are you doing it for other people? And a bit of a confession, I used to, every time I read a book... Instead of reading the book, I'd stop after a couple of pages and take a photo of it and put it on Instagram because I wanted everyone to know that I was reading a lot of books. Oh, wow. And you have to sit and think, well, why am I actually reading these books because I want to or I'm going to learn from them or actually reading the book so I can do a social media post about reading books? I don't do that anymore. I just stop reading books. <laughs> 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 but that's a, it's, a, it's a thing that, again, you've got to sleep at night yeah. and, and the, the inner guilt will get you if it, if it doesn't. But... Because then you do it, you, you put a photo on Instagram and then you might be reading the next few pages but you're checking your phone every four seconds to see who's liked it and who's, you know, and, and that's why are you actually doing the things you're doing? Are you doing it for the right reason? Are you doing it or are you doing it for reasons beyond your control which is to make people like you or, or to prove yourself to people that don't matter because they don't pay your bills? So I think a lot of people do a lot of things. The reason... Every real estate agent has to drive around in a fancy car is because you people won't look at you as a real estate agent unless you're driving around in a fancy car. Why are you actually doing it? There was a bit of that and the reason I bought the Lexus. That there's, yeah. You know, there's a bit of reason. And then 31, I guess, just wraps it all up, which yeah. is be a good person. That's all I've written. And that's, a, that's the thing. We have but one obligation. you got one job. To be a good person. Yeah, go one job. Just be a good human. It's just as easy as being a shitbag. It really is. <laughs> it's really It's easy. actually not as much work as being a no, shitbag. No, because then you can sleep at night. That was a good month. I, I thought there was a lot to digest, a lot to think about. And if anything, uh, this month of May really got me to reevaluate. really. All, right, all these things that I've been doing, have I been doing it for the right reason? Why are we doing them? You know? Yeah. And, and I think that that was a question I had constantly over the pages. A am I doing for that or am I doing for what society expects of me? Mm. And I think that when you can truly uh, answer that to yourself, that you're doing it for yourself because there is only one thing that you need to race for, which is to become the best you can be, to chase the best version of yourself. I think that that is the ultimate. Awesome. Perfect. All right, boys. Thanks well done, very boys. much, but yeah, the, the white flower. What do you reckon? What do you reckon? You stop it. You stop at one. No. So you didn't like it. No. You loved it. Well, yeah, I, I understand it was your, your bottle. No, no, but uh, I, don't, I don't expect it to win or come even close. I think it was a very good flower. Uh, I think the white flower is a very nice flower. Should be left on a bush. <laughs> <laughs> you talk like to, talk no, to you, boys. See you later, guys. Peace. <laughs>